Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Marcia Novelli. And I'm Ross Barber-Smith. And this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's B-Sides, a show where we share material that doesn't quite fit in with our interview series, such as outtakes, bonus segments, and useful tips from your two favorite co-hosts, as well as the occasional surprise drop-in from some of our favorite previous guests. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist Marissa Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists. Speaking of which, if you'd like to work together, just hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as my name, Marcio Novelli. We are on Patreon, and we've got lots of exciting stuff to share with you on there. You can support us from as little as a dollar per month. And in exchange, you get some patron-only exclusives. Uh, We have just upgraded some things over there, so head on over and check it out. Yeah, perks include early access to content, uh, shout-outs for your band or brand, as well as your chance to co-host the show alongside Ross and I. Um, (laughs) Woohoo! But most importantly, remember that your support uh, definitely allows us to keep bringing you weekly episodes and spreading knowledge throughout the land. (laughs) And what is that land called? Musical landscape of ether. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. We've also got official BTA shirts available to purchase on our website. They look great on you. Mm-hmm. We know it. You know, Thank you, There's Ross. no one that they don't look great on. Oh, I thought you were saying um, they look great on me, like you. That, you were talking that, was, to me, that like, was implied. Of course. You know, that wasn't actually what I was saying. You know, I don't compliment you. So, I know. You know that's oh, just implied. Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it. Uh, all the proceeds go into helping us keep the lights on at Bridge Atlantic. And we've got a lot of lights and we like to keep them on. There's a link to get them in our show notes. And if you use the coupon code BTA Rocks, you'll receive 10% off your purchase as our little way of saying thank you. And lastly, I'm wrapping up recording my second solo album and you can pre-order it at marcianovelli.com slash pre-order. Simple. We keep things simple here. That's what we do. Simple, clear, and concise. Um, when you pre-order my new album, you get a ton of exclusives as well as an immediate free download of my acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1, just because, as an added bonus, um, make sure to check out my music on Spotify and uh, stream it all day long, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Baby. <laughs> when have you ever said baby? Oh my God. <laughs> right now is when I just said oh, baby. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, I don't wow. know. I don't know. Wow, I don't wow. know if I can recover from that, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so... This week, we're going to be answering a question that was asked on a recent Facebook Live. Um, The question is about whether you should give music away for free. Uh, Thanks for the question, Don. It's a good one. And it is something that gets asked quite a lot. And I think we've touched on it in a few episodes Mm -hmm. in the past. But today on B-Sides, we're going to focus more on it and hopefully give you some answers to that question. And we also apparently have a very loose definition of recently. Um, 
full disclosure, we, we record these interviews and episodes a little bit in advance. So, um, <laughs> in the grand re- scheme of re- things, recently in the summer, you know, in, in this, <laughs> you know, if summer. we're looking at a scale between dinosaurs <laughs> yes, that's true. and now, it was recent. And that's was- the scale that I am using. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. I can just feel it. But yeah, no, he really did bring up a really good point. Uh, something uh, I didn't realize we had so much to actually talk about. Um, it's the idea of free music. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the word free in quotations mm-hmm. um, really scares a lot of musicians. Um, the idea that something that you've worked on, you know, for for so long or so hard, you know, being given away for free. That's a really tough concept to digest, right? Uh, but take it from me, I've struggled with that. Um uh, for for years, but I I think I've learned to work with it now. I guess one way to kind of frame it differently is instead of thinking of giving it away for free, think of it more as as you're getting it to the people who are going to be part of your audience moving forward. Um, because if they can't hear you first, then how are they going to know, you know, that, that they that they're actually into you and that they they want to be part of your crew, part of your crew, <laughs> so gangster. But yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I think that we all, uh, we, we put so much value on money. You know what I mean? Of course, you know, it's our currency of choice in today's society. But, uh, you know, I think there are a lot more things, uh, particularly if you want to grow your music career, that are actually more valuable than money and the instant gratification that comes with seeing like that dollar in exchange for your song. I mean, of course, that can make you feel like, um, I think people feel like it devalues their music when you give it for free, away for Mm -hmm. free. And maybe it did 10 years ago. Maybe it did a long time ago. But because we live in such a different place, I don't think it does anymore. You know, but, you know, going going back again to the idea that, you know, money is not the most valuable thing always as an artist, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For example, what I'm trying to get at here is, you know, an email address can be so much more valuable and carry so much more weight than a little dollar, you know what I mean? Or a few dollars. Um, and it allows for, I think, long-term communication with your audience, you know, which is um, key to long-standing yeah. success. And I think, you know, that's not something that you can get when someone buys a song on iTunes. Mm-mm. When they buy a song on iTunes, you've got no idea who that person is. No. You've got no way of contacting them. They just own your song. They might not mm-hmm. even listen to that song. They might but completely whereas- forget about you. Exactly. And, you know, it's happened to me. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought something on iTunes or or anywhere mm-hmm. and uh it just sits on my phone and mm-hmm. i don't listen to it uh whereas if i've got like it my from album? persons no not <laughs> like your kidding. album i do listen to your album um and i speak to you a lot a lot um <laughs> but whereas like if someone's giving the you know giving away their music free on their site or mm-hmm. or or whatever in exchange for their email address they've got my email address mm-hmm. so i'm going to be hearing from them uh which just helps keep them in you know in mind and uh there have been times when you know, I've done that and I've become a long-term fan of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we've said this time and time again, but, you know, even in the age of social media, getting someone's email address is still one of the most effective ways of communicating with them. Mm-hmm. And again, I would say that there's so many artists that I've liked on Facebook that I follow on Twitter. Do I see half the stuff they post? No, no, no. because it's too noisy on there. Mm-hmm. Whereas email, even though I, I get too many emails, but like I still see their emails because... The, I guess the frequency of them is, you know, well, I guess the... Should be, should be Stuff doesn't frequent. get lost as much as it does on Twitter and Facebook. Right. I guess what I'm trying to say, it doesn't move as fast as It doesn't, doesn't mean that moves. we read every newsletter, but at least it's it, it should be, it should, for me, 
um, if I see one of my favorite artists or even even some smaller artists that I, I follow, um, I, I don't like to use the word smaller, but maybe lesser known, um, you know, that that email should be a condensed version of the most important things I think that they've been going, uh, been sharing that month. And that's what I want to see. If I want more, I'll, I'll go to those sites. But let's not forget social platforms disappear. I think that, and, and now I'm guilty of this too. I think that while something is popular, it's hard to imagine that it won't be popular. Like, we yeah. always bring up MySpace. Like when MySpace was there, you can never imagine a time that MySpace wouldn't be around. But, you know, I hate to say it, you know, it's it's not over, but, you know, Twitter isn't the same as it used to be. That's no, all I'm going to say. Yeah, Twitter it's not, not the same. same. You know, and it's, it was hard to imagine a few years ago that Twitter wouldn't always be Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just that that comes and goes, you know, and if we don't actively try to uh, keep something that doesn't come and go, like an email address typically sticks around with people you know, um, for the most part, you know, if we don't do that, we're, we're, we're really going to regret it. I definitely, I've mentioned this before. I regretted not doing that in the MySpace days and I lost touch people. I have no way of getting in touch with again, years later, a decade later. Um, so I don't want to make that same mistake and I don't want anyone else tuning into this right now to make that same mistake. Yeah. You know, but you know, the question is, how do you get people to sign up? Yeah, you know? that is the question. Um, yeah. I, I kind of just want to, before we move on to that, I just want to say that I think MySpace thing was a, a big wake up call for a lot of artists uh-huh. who were, who were, you know, making music and were, you know, doing stuff online when MySpace was, was a thing. Uh-huh. Um, I think for any younger musicians who are tuning in that aren't familiar with MySpace, it's important to remind them that even though they've not gone through that with MySpace, as as unlikely as it may be that that will happen with Facebook and that everyone leaves and moves on to something else, um, definitely be collecting those email addresses mm-hmm. right now. And if you're not, then start now because mm-hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket. Um, don't you know rely on Facebook to be the the way that you reach your fans. It's a great tool, but that is all it is. It's a tool. It's not the one thing. Um, mm-hmm. Then just like you know the email address, that's not the one thing either. It's you kind of need everything. You know mm-hmm. a little bit of of everything. Um, and yeah, and one of the best ways of getting that email address from people is uh, offering something exclusive, you know, in exchange for that email address. Yeah. I mean, I think that having their email address is probably the best way to ensure that you can reach them over time. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, if you're, like you said, if you're able to give something exclusive in exchange for the email address, like an unreleased track, you know, um, I think people are more likely to click. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll get that. I, I definitely will. And not that yeah. you know, not that I haven't uh, signed up to newsletters if someone doesn't offer something to me. And if I really like the artist, I will. But you know, if I wasn't really considering it, I'm on their website and or they've tweeted or something, and I see, yeah, I'll get a free song in exchange for email address. Sure, because yeah. you know what? If you annoy me in 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 your newsletters, I can just unsubscribe. And yeah. it really hasn't come to a point where anyone has annoyed me at this point. You know what I mean? Because as long as they as long as they're not sharing anything more than like once a month i think maybe even twice a month is okay if they have something really big coming out like an album or something yeah i think other than that you know depends on the artist because some some artists are are very good at um when they when they craft their emails it feels very personal Mm -hmm. and i don't for for those kind of ones i don't mind getting them more frequently but Mm -hmm. it really depends on the artist and, and who who they are and who their audience are because that that will kind of depend on you know how they approach it but i think the free track it can definitely be a gateway for people to discover more about you mm-hmm. potentially come to your shows buy merch buy music from you in the future so it's kind of think of it as an investment mm-hmm. rather than something that's just being given away 
Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I know for me, I, I've downloaded music from like Noise Trade, for example, where you don't you don't pay for it. You give them your email address. You do have the option to tip, and I mm-hmm. normally do. Um, and then I've gone on to become a longtime fan of the artist. I know there's an artist I think I downloaded free EP from her four or five years ago, and I'm still on her newsletter to this oh, day. Oh, really? And I'm and I'm I, I have bought music from her. Uh, I can't remember where I bought it from, but I did buy some as a as a result of then get you know initially getting that free track. So it definitely right. does work, and it benefits both the artist and the listener because the artist gets someone that's going to be you know supporting them going forward, and the listener gets a new artist that they like to listen to. So. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe if you really don't feel comfortable giving away, like, a brand new album that you've just spent, like, thousands of dollars on and, you know, or whatever, you know, I can understand that. You know, I'm not saying that your new album's out, give it away free right away. Maybe, maybe don't give it away for free for the first year, you know, then a year Mm -hmm. later, you know, because really those people who are wanting to support you, they will support you regardless, you know what I mean? But what I'm, what I'm also going to say is maybe, maybe have an EP, like you said, maybe give away an EP, something that has less, um... Uh, value to you in a way not not that it's not still your your art and everything but it's just maybe not full 10 12 track album you know what i mean maybe give away three or four acoustic versions of your songs or something like sampler like maybe just you know you could you could sort of curate like it this maybe applies to people that have released a few records Mm -hmm. um you maybe you curate like two or three songs well maybe maybe more more than two or three maybe like four or five songs Mm -hmm. from a couple of your releases just bundle them together like oh. hey this is an introduction to me Here that's you go. great you actually just made me think almost like a greatest hits but obviously not a greatest hits but yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. the best yeah. of that's actually a great idea i've never actually remember back in the day that. like like drive through records i remember uh-huh. when i would order merch from drive through records and you'd always get a sampler cd yeah and it would be like 10 tracks and it'd be like one from each of the artists on the Absolutely. label or whatever i discovered so many bands that i loved because of those sampler CDs. I mean, this Days is kind before of before playlists. like Spotify and Long all that kind of ago, stuff. Yeah. So like the only way really was to either get a sampler CD or a, a recommendation from a friend but, or something like that. But this is, that's great advice for someone with a, with a lot of releases. Like I don't have that many releases under my belt. You know what I mean? As someone maybe has five, six, seven records. And if mm-hmm. I just discover them, to be honest with you, it's a little intimidating. I'm like, yeah, you I want, want to get into you. Yeah, I want to get best. into you, but I don't know where to start. So, I mean, actually, that's great. That that actually just applies on, on a side note to, like, create a playlist on Spotify or something of, like, hey, you know, introducing, you know, check, you know, get into me here or something like that or the best of mm-hmm. me here. Um, but I also like that idea of, it's a really good idea, actually, to be like, hey, um, come to my website, you know, and, and download, a, you know, a sampler of maybe either, it, it, it could be a new release you have coming out or a release that you just put out or it can be like a song from every single one of your releases to give people a little taste of where you come from yeah that's a really cool idea russ look at you i mean there's so there's so many options it's just about kind of thinking about what's going to it's it's finding that balance between what works for you like what Mm -hmm. are you comfortable giving away but also what gives the best value to the person that's going to be subscribing so it's just kind of it's always a bit of a balancing act um and if you're not comfortable giving away like you know the fully produced versions of the songs that are on your record do an acoustic version or, I don't know, just do something that people aren't going to be able to find elsewhere. I think that's, mm-hmm. the exclusive thing is a big draw. And I know for me, yeah. if I'm already a fan of an artist like and I and I can listen to their music on Spotify, I want I want a version of that song that I'm not going to get on Spotify or a B-side that okay. is never oh, going to be on Spotify, for That's example. actually really interesting. I've never even thought about that too, giving something away that's not even available anywhere else. Yeah, that's actually if really not, especially if you're not pla- if you were never planning on selling it, like mm-hmm. then that's kind of the ideal 
thing. It's like it's something no one else is going to get anywhere else. You're not quote unquote losing money because mm-hmm. you you weren't planning on selling it, right? But it's still you know still something that you feel is good enough and, and offers value to someone that you know that they could give you they would give you their email address in exchange for. Well, I mean, like we live in an age of digital streaming, anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is listening to free to music for free now. I mean, that's not going to change anytime soon. You know, um, instead of being bitter and angry about it, you know, I think that we've all just got to find creative ways to take control of how people get our music for free. Mm-hmm. You know, make it a win-win for everyone. You know, yeah. hey, if anyone in the sea of countless artists, if someone's choosing to listen to you, out of everybody, I mean, yeah. that's a win already. That's exactly. already that's a huge win. win. Yeah. It really is. And yeah, I've, I've even got to remember that sometimes, you know what I mean? That is a win. Yeah, it totally is. And it, it's, again, kind of goes back to the whole thing of you're giving people the choice of where to listen. So people mm-hmm. could, can listen on, like, you know, they can buy your music on like iTunes or Bandcamp mm-hmm. or wherever, just like they can stream your music on Spotify, Pandora, mm-hmm. wherever they're streaming it. So I guess it's, part of it is about giving them an option to stream it directly from you in a, or listen directly through you and also you getting something from that, n- normally being their email address. Yeah, um, exactly. I think this also uh, kind of has a parallel to when, you know, I think we could do a whole B-Sides episode about this, but covers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Artists doing covers is a similar kind of parallel where, you know, you discover them. You might not have discovered them otherwise. And, you know, doing a cover allows someone to, uh, uh, to get introduced to original material. And then if you have something available for them to, like, if, if you have someone who doesn't know you, they hear a cover you do, they check out your original stuff, but you know, they're really new to you still. But if you're offering something for free there, they're more likely to download that. And now, take it. just because, you know, they may have found you just, you know, because you did a cover, you know, now they, now you, they have a download of your original tune and who knows if they turn into a long-term fan for the next 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? Being creative in a, in a, in an age where people, you know, just listen to music for free and how can we use that to our benefit? You know, we can all sit here and be bitter about the days, you know, where <laughs> you can put out a record and people bought it. I mean, that, that's, that's just, it's just not how it is anymore. So yeah. stop whining about it. Let's work with how it is now. And it could be actually more exciting because, you know, at the end of the day, more people, we can reach more people. And, uh, you know, and the idea that someone doesn't have to pay for something allows someone to, you know, actually discover your music, I think. Yeah, it's a good entry mm. point. Yeah. you know, to a good introduction to you. For sure. Um, and I know that you've found ways of, um, you know, of, of doing this, being creative about getting your mm-hmm. music to people, uh, both through the, your website store and your crowdfunding rewards. So do you want to tell us what you've done? I would love to, Ross. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I know, you know, I know most of my listeners, like most people, um, are just going to stream my music for free, you know, on Spotify or wherever they, they listen to music. And I mean, I not gonna lie, I mostly stream music for free too, unless it's one of my favorite artists that I've been following for years and years and years. I'm probably gonna stream it, you know, um, just because that's that's just the, the climate now. I know, I know you you buy music a bit more than I do. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do buy music, um, but I would say most of my listening is on Spotify. Yeah, uh, I mo- I mostly buy music when I'm gonna be traveling, so I'll buy it so I can listen to it on my phone. Right. I don't, I, 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 I like I do like having music on my phone. I do buy CDs if I go to a show. Then I'll, mm-hmm. that'll probably be the time yeah. that I buy a CD. But I tend to, and I, maybe this is a pattern that more people are going to see. But I tend to buy more merch. I was just going to say the same because thing because I'm streaming put, the music yeah. and I'm I'm 
I'm yeah. paying for the merch. Yeah. But one thing I, I do also do is I still buy a CD, but then I'll stream on Spotify as yeah. well. So they're kind of getting, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have some family members that are like, I listen to you on Spotify. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, because you I'm like, CD? I, you, you, you know, they're like, yeah, but you know, but Spotify you get gives you the convenience as well, though, as well. Yeah, I like, think that's, that's the I'm thing. Like, that's it's like, sweet. You know, that, that goes to show people do want to support you. Yeah. They do want to support you. It's just they don't want to directly buy anything anymore. So, yeah. but having said that, that's not true. They don't want to buy music anymore. And I mean, that's just how it is for the most part. There are exceptions, of course. Um, but so what I was saying is people stream music anyway, right? So what I've, what I've done is I'll often give away a free download of say my latest release or a song or whatever as an added incentive when someone orders a piece of tangible merchandise off my website. You know, if someone's getting like a shirt, a t-shirt or yeah, a poster. yeah, yeah. We, we worked together on one of my new shirts this year. Um, Ross put together an awesome, um, emblem t-shirt for me. It was really cool. It's like, uh, it's kind of like, uh, what, what do you call it? Like an, um, like the my, drama mess, the theater. Yeah. But it's of, also yeah. like my own, uh, coat of arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. But anyways, uh, when people went to go, you know, buy that, I, I said, Hey, you know, get my latest EP for free. Why not? You know what I mean? Because I know you're probably streaming it on Spotify anyways, but that people were excited about that. Cause like you said, people still do want to have music. Oh, yeah. it's just you know, most people don't bother think, anymore. P- yeah, people prefer the convenience of everything's there on Spotify. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Netflix. Like people mm-hmm. don't buy as many DVDs that's and a good Blu-rays. Way to put it. Yeah, I mean we do, but that's not not my yeah, decision. Right. Uh, but like you know, they 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 like to know everything's in one place and it's there when you want it. Because I think mm-hmm. we all want everything so quickly now. I know, and I think and I think you know stuff like Netflix and Spotify. Not to blame, but it just kind of fuels that a bit more. But at the um, end of the day, I mean, like, you know, I know we get artists, we get very minuscule amount from streams on Spotify, but at still. At the moment. But like it, that, that right. could all change. And I'm not whining about that. What I'm saying is, you know, at the same time, if someone gets my music for free and listens to it a thousand times, I'd rather they have listened to it on Spotify because I'm, it's going yeah. to return something to me. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, you know, going back to the idea of giving something away with something tangible, I think that's a great idea. Like even at my shows, I'll have like, you can buy each piece, piece, piece of my merch, you know, but if you buy a shirt, I'm probably going to give you a CD along with that, you know, just because mm-hmm. why not? You know what I mean? Um, so I think you have to be creative and, and, you know, I mean, even I was another creative thing. This is aside from like free download, but you know, when I put out my, um, my debut full length solo album, that's a mouthful. It's not an excuse this reason, which I have right here show signed inner um, ear for short yeah inner ear <laughs> so you know what i did was i thought you know do people really buy cds anymore but you know some people do of course but what was the added incentive for me to give people right well i went through the process of, of putting together a whole documentary called um walking proof and it was about the making of the album so i decided you know what people could download the album on itunes or stream it on spotify or whatever but you know one I included a hidden track at the end of the album that was, like you said, something that's only available yeah. in this place. That hidden yeah. track is is called For Chelsea. I wrote it for my wife for our wedding. And it's, uh, uh, um, up until recently, it was only available if you got the physical CD as a hidden track. So that was an incentive for a lot of people. Going back to the documentary I was talking about, the only place for, I think, two years that you could see this documentary was if you got the CD. Right? Over there, right? So, I mean... That was the only place, and for a couple of years, you know, I was promoting it, sharing a lot of uh, parts of the documentary, and people were really excited to watch it. Well, you had to get the physical CD, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, eventually I, I put it out online so everyone can get it, and, and uh, you know, eventually brought out the 4 Chelsea and everything, but, you know, 
do you want to wait two, three, four, five years for that? Because, you know, mm-hmm. it takes some time for me to put that out. So anyways, that was just one of my creative ways to like give an incentive to people to um, purchase something physical, tangible. Um, you know, that's almost a selfish thing of me because I just want uh, my own selfish desire to actually have a physical product for music. Um, but, you know, that's just one more incentive. You know, you, you have to be creative. And at the end of the day, I think people really dug it, you know, and if people didn't care enough to watch the documentary, cool. If they didn't care enough to get that song, cool. They just mm-hmm. download what they want or stream, you know, that's, that's however anyone wants to listen to my music. As long as you're listening, I am grateful, you know, I, and I, so, I mean, and I think that's how most artists should approach it. I think that's a really smart way to approach it, you know? Yeah. And to go back to kind of the email address or, or the, the idea of giving away for free, mm-hmm. um, I think artists need to remember that it's, it is about the long game. Yeah. You know, while in the short term, it may feel like you're not benefiting very much from getting an email address rather than money. In the long term, provided that you're building connections and offering value to those people on your email list, it will pay off way more because you're building an audience of people who know, trust and like you mm-hmm. and they're willing to support you throughout your career. And that definitely is more valuable, even though it might not seem like it mm-hmm. right now, it is more valuable than getting 79 cents for a song. Exactly. Cents, however much yeah. a song costs on you know on digital platforms whatever it's it's so much more valuable even though it might not seem like it because you don't know you know what these people are gonna because if they fall in love with you through your email list and through your social media and you know everything that you're putting out who's to say that they won't go on and go to like every show you do in their town Mm -hmm. or buy you know every piece of merch that you put out and Mm -hmm. all your albums in the future because you gave them a free song or a free sampler and then they thought, hey, I really like this and now need to check out everything else that you do. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And that goes along um, with, with being just a good person too. You know what I mean? Like just, just a little side note along with what you're saying, you know, if you're doing a show and someone gets a chance to talk to you, you know what I mean? Even if you just take that couple minutes just to talk with them, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of ideology of giving them something for free. You know, people... You give something to someone for free, you know, and obviously not everyone's going to value it, but when they do, it's, they almost like, oh, I want to give you a gift now. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like an exchange, you know, I've given you something free and don't, ex- don't do it because you expect that. Do not expect that. But no. you might be surprised that, you know, I've had some people where I'm like, oh, here, you can download my album for free. They're like, no, no, no. I want to download it. I'm like, I, I want to pay for it. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's cool. Like, no, I want to, you know, I want to support you. And it's like, that's so touching, but you know, it's also like what Amanda Palmer talked a little bit about. You give that those people a chance to say no. And sometimes just because you've done that, they want to they wanna help you out that much more. You know what I mean? So it's, it's an interesting thing. So basically, like, I hate to say this, Ross, but I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, like, it makes me kind of feel sick to even agree with you like that, you know? Um, but, uh, in, you know, in all actuality, I, I truly think that music should never be about making money. Art in general should not be about commerce, right? Of course, having said, I can hear everyone screaming already. What are you talking about? I need to eat. You know, I want to make music my living. And of course, I get that. You know, and if if that is your goal, you know, we're we're going to need need to be able to support ourselves financially. That's it. It's we live in a world where we have to do that. Obviously, unfortunately, it's not the days of uh, um, the Renaissance period. I believe it was where you know everyone was artists were put on a pedestal and they were you know. But the point I'm getting to is if you want to if you want to support yourself financially um i think that comes in time if your heart's in the right place 
Um, and if you put all your focus on the music and those who support your music rather than money, you know what I mean? Don't let money be your focus. Let that be an afterthought. And, uh, you know, I think that if, like I say, if your heart's in the right place, that will follow, you know, and as long as you're, you're smart with that, you know, we, we just a little tangent of mine, we don't, we all don't need as much money as we think we do to survive. You know what I mean? So, you know, as long as you can support yourself and get yourself to that point, but remember, that's not going to happen without investing in yourself and investing in those who support you, which is more important than anything. It really is. If you want to follow us on, um, on all the socials, you can find uh, Bridge Atlantic on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, and YouTube. Um, most of the time, it's just Bridge Atlantic. Just search that. Don't forget to also visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there. Um, Ross and I have been going live on Facebook every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. GMT um, to answer your questions, chat um, with some previous guests, whatever. Um, so jump on in and get involved because it's been a lot of fun. I think we've been doing that since the summer now, and um, we'd really love to see you join us on there. So again, once again, that is BTA Live over on our Facebook page every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and as for me personally, I'm working on my second solo album like I've been talking about for a long time, and I'm so excited to say that you can pre-order it now at marcianovelli.com slash pre-order. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and all the fun places, which are all my name, Marciano Novelli. Um, you can stream my acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1, along with all my music over on Spotify or wherever the hell you like to listen to music for free, which is fitting for today's episode. <laughs> it is. That uh, yeah, ties in nicely. Right. Um, and as for me, I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. And you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, where you'll also find lots of pictures of Loki, uh, <laughs> exactly. because he seems to be more popular than me. And on Facebook, uh, Electric Kiwi Design. It's okay, Ross. My kids get like 10 times more likes than any of my other so, It's so <laughs> they're, upsetting. They're more popular than me, definitely. And they don't make music yet. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Music Entrepreneur HQ and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so check them out, because they do what, Ross? Keep the show alive. Uh, and if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. As we mentioned earlier, we've recently updated our rewards, which include sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode. Mm-hmm. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. All right. So that's it for B-Sides. We'll be back next week with a brand new interview. And make sure to catch our new B-Sides episode on the last Tuesday of every month. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.